Well, after a long period of relative peace, war has returned full on to the Middle East with the surprise attack by Palestinian terror group Hamas, which has killed more than 700 people already and wounded thousands more in land assaults and airstrikes. Palestinian fighters have also taken dozens of Israelis hostage. This attack was clearly in the planning for months, and they believe it was time for the 50th anniversary of the Yom Kippur War in 1973. Israel says Hamas has American hostages as well, and Israel has ordered a complete siege of Gaza as troops battle to secure border areas. So today we speak to David Silver, who's a Kiwi living in Israel. Well, joining me live from Haifa in uh, Israel is a good friend, uh, David Silver from Out of Zion Ministries. David, it's lovely to catch up with you, but not under these circumstances. Uh, can you just give us, uh, especially for Kiwis who feel slightly removed from all of this, just what's it like for the people of uh, of Israel at the moment? Uh, it's it's unbelievable, but I, I can't. I don't think I can explain it. We you know we've been watching television, and uh, even what we're getting on local television is being censored because what has been happening to some of our people is so terrible and horrific. Uh, they won't show it here, but of course Hamas has been filming what they've been doing, and they've been releasing their video, their video footage on uh, social media. So it is getting back to people here, but it's it's uh, it's nothing short of a a butcherous massacre, Bob. And uh, uh, more than 800 Israelis are dead. It's probably higher than that. There's uh, 2,500 in hospitals. The the hospitals are really overwhelmed. And uh, 300,000 of our reserve soldiers have been caught up, including our two sons, yeah. uh, to back up the, the full-time army. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know where this is going to end. It's unprecedented, Bob. And it's uh, it's it's actually, a. You know, I haven't heard anybody say it out there in the secular media, but it's really what's going on here is nothing, nothing else except a crime against humanity. So this was um, timed for the, what was it, 50th celebration of Yom Kippur, is that right? A, a holiday week? Well, it, it actually was. It was, well, it, it was the next morning, but it was, uh, it, it started at 6.30 on Saturday, which of course is the Sabbath, but it was the eighth day of the Feast of Tabernacles, which is um, called Simcha Torah, which translates as the joy of the Torah. And it was supposed to be for the religious people, of course, a very, very special day. It's the end of the uh, Torah reading cycle for the year, and they roll the scroll up and start again. So they're very happy about that, of course. And for the non-religious people, uh, it was a Saturday. It was a public holiday, time to maybe go to picnics and parks and celebrate with their friends. But it didn't, uh, it turned out far from that, Bob. So how far are you from the action? Um, probably... 150 k's something like that it's yeah. you're 80 we're i think we're about uh, 80 kilometers from tel aviv and it's probably another 50 60 70 kilometers so yeah somewhere about 150 160 k's and so is the battles um fairly localized or uh, uh, is it right across israel that people are, are feeling that at any time they could come under attack because rockets can travel a long way well the rockets coming out of gaza uh, they reach all around uh, that area, of course. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of Israeli um, small communities on the Israel side of the border. So they were all actually invaded uh, on foot by terrorists who got through the fence uh, on Saturday morning. Um, and uh, they, you know, they just butchered the people in their homes while they were still sleeping. Kids, mm. grandparents, it's, it's, 
you know, I'm watching the grief on some of these people who have lost all of the, you know, some people have lost nine family members. It's mm. unbelievable. And at the same time, they started firing their rockets. Well, uh, their rockets, uh, there was uh, there was 20 landed in Jerusalem this afternoon. So they can reach Jerusalem. They can reach right down to uh, the top of the Negev Desert, Beersheba, which is a large, large city. And as far as maybe Herzliya, which is, um, I don't know, 10 or 15 kilometers north of Tel Aviv. Um, now, the real issue, uh, I mean, it's bad enough as it is already, but, you know, uh, this picture behind me, it's uh, actually the view we get out of our uh, living room window, uh, the Taipa Bay, and uh, just 30 kilometers up the, up the coast there is the border with Lebanon, and uh, Hezbollah, which is, a, you know, the terror organization that's entrenched in Lebanon, southern Lebanon, they have reportedly more than 200,000 rockets and missiles uh, pointed or ready to use at least um, in our direction. If, if that starts up, you know, we've got this Iron Dome anti-missile system, which is pretty good. But if they, and my, my eldest son, Stefan, he's actually up there uh, in charge of, uh, well, not in charge of, but he's in a logistical uh, unit. So he's kind of, in, you know, involved in organizing everything. And he's, he's you know, the, when he's been up there on um, on uh, training uh, duty. He's come back down and said, Dad, if, if they start firing at rockets at us again, you know, in the last skirmish we had with Hezbollah, they had the capability of firing about a hundred rockets a day and they were doing that. But he said now they can fire more than a thousand rockets every day and that will just overwhelm the computerized system of these uh, anti-missile systems that lock on to the incoming rockets and hopefully knock them out. But it, it, they'll, they'll fire so many. Uh, man, we need a miracle here. We really need a miracle. Yeah, well, I was just thinking uh, when we used to do our uh, weekly uh, broadcast when I was on Radio Rima, um, that, I mean, there was uh, threats from the north, um, and because you were up north, it was very close to home. Yeah, Israel has lived in relative peace for how many years now? Well, I mean, relative peace. We've had the, these skirmishes with uh, Hamas almost, every, you know, once every year or once every two years, so it, it really hasn't been that long, and then um we've had these rockets coming in we've had terrorists coming across and there's a lot of stuff going on in you know in judea samaria or the west bank that's almost constant so it's been you know on one hand it probably just doesn't make the news particularly down there in, in new zealand but it's constant yeah. and you know that's why we have a standing army because uh you know somebody once said if uh if the uh, arabs would put down their guns there would be no war if israel puts down their guns there would be no israel and really i believe that is the goal of what's going on right now. And uh, it's fairly uh, common knowledge that Iran uh, is behind this. They've been planning it for more than a year. And uh, it's just a miracle that Hezbollah haven't already started firing rockets because we'll be right in the, you know, we're right in the firing zone. And, uh, you know, behind me there is a, a, la a very large port, our main port. There's the oil refinery back there, the only oil refinery uh, here in uh, in Israel. And there's uh, all sorts of chemical industries out there. It's going to be, <laughs> I don't even want to think about it, Bob. It's, as I said, this is uh, unprecedented. And I, I really don't know, unless God does some kind of, we need a six-day war miracle. That's what we really need right now. So what are families doing to protect themselves? Are they are they moving up north or, you know, is it 
Are they just picking yeah, up? Yeah, they, they were moving up north, but now this afternoon there were 12 rockets were fired from Lebanon into Israel. Some uh, terrorists infiltrated, they were shot and killed. Uh, we think they, and the Hezbollah denied any involvement in that. We It may be Palestinians who are uh, living up there in Lebanon just trying to incite the situation. Yeah. Uh, and then we've also just heard recently in the last few minutes that. Uh, uh, some terrorists have actually infiltrated into Israel, so they started moving um, Israelis out of the small towns and um, uh, kibbutzim all along the northern border. So people are coming north and people are coming south from the north. It's it's uh, just, uh, it's a, I don't know how we're going to get through this, except, as I said, without a six-day yeah. war miracle. What, what are the local media saying about in terms of being caught out? Was this an intelligence breakdown? Uh, well, it's a, it's a total intelli intelligence failure, Bob, because uh, I, I did see this afternoon that they'd actually moved a lot of the army because it had been relatively quiet at the Gaza border, apart from some youths who were, you know, burning things and writing. And that even that had quietened down for the last week. So they moved a lot of the uh, idea of soldiers, the Israeli soldiers from the Gaza area up towards Jerusalem because there was, uh, you know, for the Feast of Tabernacles, there was a the threat of terror coming in there. But, uh, you know, there's a very, very high-tech electronic fence. There's, you know, if a, mm. if, a, if a cockroach or a cricket lands on that fence, we know about it. Mm. Uh, but we didn't, you know, apart from the fact that this had been planned for a year and we did it and they were moving m machinery and rocket launches around, we, we didn't know, well, you know, that's the question is how come we didn't know mm and what was going on and what they were planning. And there's a few conspiracy theories running around. I, I don't want to go into that right now, but uh, the question in the media is really being asked, what happened? Why? why and it took a long time for the army to even get there to help rescue these people that were being shot in their homes. It took three or four hours for anybody to get there. It was a holiday. It was the weekend. It was a holiday, and a lot of soldiers also had been released to go home. But uh, total... Total intelligence and security failure, uh, Bob, which, uh, you know, Israel's renowned for their security and intelligence. Yeah. And uh, this is a this is a big, big failure. And uh, have do you think you, uh, the people of Israel have felt the support of the international community? You know, does it feel like the world is horrified at this? Well, uh, you know, we're getting we are getting. Uh, statements of solidarity from the EU, from the uh, UK, and, and and many international leaders. But you know, really, I'm waiting to hear international leaders calling this uh, a crime against humanity, which is what it is. You know, going into any sort of ter terrorism is a crime against humanity. But going into homes and shooting children, babies, and 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 in yeah. front of their parents. I mean, that's <laughs> it's mm. it's it's on a par with what the Nazis did, if not if not worse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, David, you're involved with Out of Zion Ministries. Uh, can you just tell us a little bit about what you're doing at the moment and uh, also how we can pray for this situation and possibly practical help as well? Yeah, well, Out of Zion Ministries uh, has been functioning for about uh, 25 years. I spent uh, a lot of that time traveling around the nations just trying to, uh, you know, help Christians understand uh, the biblical relationship between Israel, the Jewish people, and the church, and really of late, the the the, the 
the goal of our ministry was just to really increase the level of prayer because, uh, you know, understanding that we really are living in the end times. I could, I could, I, I mean, I saw this coming and I even really uh, was expecting something to happen over this uh, holiday period, which started about a month ago uh, and just ended on the, on the, on the day that this started. I, I, we were expecting something to happen because of what's going on in the world and the lateness of the hour. But uh we thought we'd got away with it until Saturday morning. So, uh, you know, we've been trying to raise the level of prayer and praise God. You know, there's, there's a lot of, I'm getting a lot of emails back. A lot of churches were, have been praying on the Sunday meeting last weekend. And um, uh, was it Mike Bickle from the, uh, you know, the IHOP in Kansas City. He had over 12 million Christians praying for Israel earlier in the year for, I think, 21 days. And he was trying to, I think he had a million people praying on Yom Kippur, which was about two weeks ago. So there, there has been a lot of prayer, uh, but uh, this, this has still gone ahead and, and happened. So anyway, that's what we do. But uh, kind of COVID put the brakes, <laughs> COVID put the brakes on all that. So I haven't, I've only done really one trip to Germany just a few weeks ago uh, since COVID started. Uh, so what I basically do is I send out a uh, usually a, a twice weekly news report. Uh, with with news items and with an update video, but at the moment I'm sending that out more regularly. Of course, just trying to keep people updated. And uh, you know, I do I do Zoom meet messages for people on Zoom meetings and talk yeah. to people like you, Bob. And and I'm sure most of our viewers have picked up that you are a Kiwi um, in Israel. Where where did you grow up, David? I'm trying to remember. Um, I grew up in Mount Ruskell, Hillsborough, Auckland area. Yeah. yeah. The yeah, we keep yeah. an eye on what's going on in New Zealand. Like I kind of browse through the Herald online. Uh, it's also very sad what's happening, you know, back yeah. down there. But it's not; it doesn't yeah. even compare with what we're putting up with here at the moment, particularly at the moment. But uh, you know, at the best of times, life in Israel is tough. But this is uh, this has gone way over the top. Yeah, yeah, and I think uh, just watching some of the media coverage, even some of the anti-Israel media, have been shocked by what they've seen. Um, I'm reminded of Psalm 122, which says, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they be secure who love you, peace within your walls and security within your towers. For my brothers and companions sake, I will say peace be within you. Uh, Amen. So, Amen. you know, that's a really important Psalm at the moment. Um, David, um, just uh, what's your website? Just so people can keep in. Yeah, well, there's a lot of information on our website. So people have a lot of teaching and uh, videos. Uh, the website is uh, www and then it's out of zion all jammed together no spaces or anything uh, out of zion.org all small case okay out of zion.org david really appreciate your time we really pray for your safety and uh, we may come back to you for a, an, another update i this this may be um i mean uh, that is really a question how long do you think this is going bar a miracle of a six day type scenario it's, uh, well, we're on day three, and it's it's, it's uh, getting much worse. A uh, mm. uh, lot of uh, airplanes flying over above us. There's an air force base out of you know we're just around to the uh, away from the water is the entrance to the Valley of Armageddon. So we really are in a in a in a strategic place, and there's a big air force base there, and there's been I think uh, over fifteen hundred sorties uh, since the thing began, and they've been flying all day. There's, as I said, 20 rockets just landed in Jerusalem earlier. The thing is really just still building up. And, uh, you know, we're just really praying. I think the most important thing to pray right now is that Hezbollah does not get involved in this because that will, right. it'll really lift the lid off 
of the situation. Like the also, just uh, quickly, the uh, the Americans are sending an aircraft carrier and a support yeah. uh, group as well. So that's probably being sent as a deterrent to uh, Hezbollah to to do anything like that. But right. you know, it's, again, it's Iran pulling the strings. Yeah. Okay. Well, stay safe, uh, you and Josie, and uh, especially uh, for your boys, we pray for their safety yeah. as well uh, on the front line. And uh, yeah, we'll keep in touch with you, David. All the best. Thanks for your time. Okay, well, God bless you, Bob, and thank you very much. And shalom to uh, all of your viewers.